The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Autism One, a conversation of hope with host Terry Aranga. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Terry and her guest illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Terry Aranga. Hello, and welcome to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and this program, Autism One, a conversation of hope for Tuesday, July 1st. I'm your host, Terry Aranga, here with my guest, Dr. Andrew McCabe. Michelle Ryder is also supposed to join us a little bit later in this program. Psychology expert Dr. Andrew McCabe earned his degree in school psychology from Rutgers Graduate School of Applied and Professional Psychology and is an associate professor at New Jersey City University where he teaches courses related to special education and behavior disorders. Michelle Ryder, who uh, we are looking forward to joining us later, is a hospice nurse who lovingly sought medical care for her teenage son, Isaiah, in Illinois, where he was inappropriately taken away from her and has since been put in harm's way. And just to give some more background on that, they are from Kansas. She sought uh, medical care out of state and her son was taken away. She and others are now fighting for Michelle to regain custody and Isaiah to be returned via Team Isaiah. We do encourage you to visit that page on Facebook, Team Isaiah. Welcome, Dr. McCabe. Well, thanks, Terry. Great to chat with you. Thank you very much for being here today. So, oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. I, I got the uh, had the privilege of seeing you at Autism One this past May in Chicagoland, and uh, you were at Autism One, and you have a radio show about that. So let's talk about autism, Dr. Andy. What do you think sure. autism is? Well, um, I'd like to just, uh, for our listeners, kind of give a little background on my own involvement with this and also my own evolution in the last 30 years, and I'll try to make it as interesting as I can because I think some of it's interesting that will be interesting to our our listeners. Um, Going back, Terry, um, I had started either in my school district about uh, it's either the first or second class public school class for the autistic in New Jersey back in the 80s. And uh, I'm, te- I'm kind of giving this brief history because um, back way back when, uh, our listeners, I think, will enjoy knowing that, uh, that the rate for autism was 2 to 5 per 10,000. And as we know now, it's like 1 in 50 or 1 in 80. The, the number differs. And so my involvement as a director of special services was that I noticed, and I had been there years, a few years before that, that we didn't have autistic kids. And then all of a sudden we had one and they had two. And before you know it, we had five. And my initial interest was as an administrator seeing what, what appeared to be an anomaly and uh, saying, and then asking the question, you know, why? Why is this happening? And so I did some research and started to travel around and went up to Concord, New Hampshire, 
where they had a similar number of students in their public school population and found out that they were having pretty much the same uh, incidents that we had. Uh, and uh, despite the fact that they were very rural and where I worked was very uh, was very city-like. And uh, so my first thoughts were that it may be pollution, environmental pollution. And uh, that seemed to go by the board when I um, saw that whether it was a inner city, city, or uh, rural, we had pretty much the same numbers. So in looking at that, that kind of really intrigued me. Then we ended up starting that program, and since that time, I've learned so much and also learned tremendously from the Autism One conference that I attended with you folks in Chicago. So that's kind of where it started, and the evolution began at that time, and as we progress in today's show, I can kind of bring you up to date uh, as we move along. Well, I really like the fact that you've been doing this for decades, and uh, and the first most important uh, things I think you did, Dr. Andy, were that you trusted your observations. You trusted your observations, and you asked why. You didn't just poo-poo it or push it aside or think you were too busy or think, oh, maybe I just didn't notice it before. But you trusted your observations. You're an educated person, and you trusted your observations, and you asked why. So I think that those were the most important things you did to begin with. So... Well, well, uh, thanks, Terry. And um, but being a curious person, which I am, uh, the next the next thing that happened after that is I got involved locally with uh, something called the Simpson Baber Foundation for the Autistic. And Peggy Baber, who started it, has uh, as a child on the spectrum, and uh, she raised all the money to make this happen through her Simpson Baber Foundation and ended up uh, doing a marvelous service for the town where I lived and worked at the time, which was Bayonne, New Jersey. And uh, so as a result of my involvement with her and how this came to be, that uh, I got to have my own radio show and meet people like you and Ed, is that uh, I'd written a book called uh, The Gifted One, The Journey Begins, uh, which is a a book about self-transformation done in the form of a novel. And on the back cover, I had received an award from Simpson Baber, and they thanked me for my work with autism. And a gal out in uh, California, uh, Linda McKenzie, who's the owner of uh, a radio station, HealthyLife.net, read my book, liked it, and then called me and said, would you like to do a radio show on uh, autism? And I think we're now about 90 shows later. So um, this has all kind of been fortuitous. Or serendipity certainly enters into it. And here I am meeting you and Ed and chatting about this whole process and now working together with you to try to make things better for kids and, kids and people on the spectrum as well as their families. 
Well, I enjoyed talking about this with you, Dr. Andy. And after you trusted your own observations and asked why, why are these numbers increasing, um, which came from your professional uh, informed experience as an administrator, as the director of special services, where you said we didn't have autistic kids. Um, then you thought, could it be environmental pollution? So I'd like to pose the question again. What do you think autism is? Well, uh, this is the the evolutionary process that also takes me into another quick story, but it, I, I think I need to tell it because it's so appropriate from what I've learned. Uh, about 10 years ago, uh, I volunteered to work with the Hopi uh, uh, tribe out in Arizona uh, just to work with their students, special ed students and so forth. And when I did, I, I, I met uh, a lady out there who was involved in their educational system. And after my meeting with teachers and others, I said to her, um, where are your autistic kids? She said, we don't have any. I said, wow. I said, because I know uh, everyone else was, you know, seeing more and more uh, kids on the spectrum being coming into the school systems uh, every year. And then when I talked to her further, she said, we only have one child who is uh, on the spectrum, and that is my son. And uh, I won't mention her name because the Hopi are very private people, and they she wouldn't want me to do that, but... This woman had lived off the reservation for 20 years and then told me that her son seemed perfectly normal until he was vaccinated. Oh. Now, doesn't that, doesn't that sound interesting? It sounds very familiar, yes. Yeah, very familiar. Yeah. So then I, I got to meet with her, meet with her son. We became friendly, met with the whole family, and then I kind of tucked that away and into my information reservoir and said, wow. Uh, maybe it's vaccinations. And, of course, this was measles, mumps, rubella. And uh, he uh, was is an Asperger's young man, and now he's in his 20s. But I, I thought, wow, this is at first I thought pollution. Then I thought, wow, maybe it's vaccinations. And then in my own involvement uh, doing research, I, I met... Um, uh, through my search on the internet, I met a, a gentleman by the name of Dell Parkinson. And Dell uh, is a NASA type scientist who worked on all of the uh, missile defense programs with, uh, against, or I shouldn't say against anymore, but I guess uh, uh, with our potential conflict with Russia. And he also worked on many of the satellite programs going all the way back to the 60s. And he was convinced that autism is the result of electromagnetic frequencies. And I'm sure you've heard that before. I have heard that theory, yes. Well, as a result of meeting with him, uh, he, he uh, introduced me to two people, and I know you know one of them very well, Dr. Martha Herbert, and her colleague... Uh, Cindy Sage. Cindy has a, a uh, an organization where they work on uh, electromagnetic frequency type problems, situations, and so forth. But she's known around the world, and of course, Dr. Martha Herbert, a Harvard a Harvard trained uh, neurologist, is also 
known around the world. And when I got to meet with both of those ladies through my uh, radio show, and because of a recent publication that they put out, uh, showing that they have hundreds of resources on this, uh, I should say hundreds of references, that um, electromagnetic frequencies also play a part uh, in this and are deserving of further research. And for folks who are wondering what we mean by that, EMFs are in our cell phones, our televisions, our computers, and so forth. So EMFs are also part of the the uh, part of the puzzle, and and certainly something that, according to this uh, research done by Cindy and Martha, um, is very important and maybe critical. I found it also interesting that they're getting about four hundred thousand hits a month on their most uh, recent articles. So, hmm. and look, when you ask the question, what is autism? I think what's, what's coming out here is, is, is a big puzzle with a bunch of pieces that we're all trying to put together. And we will pick up with this when we come back to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. And in the meantime, don't move from your radio and don't move from your state. You can get CBD oil shipped right to your door. Hemp Meds PX CBD Rich Hemp Oil is available in all 50 states and over 40 countries. I'm going to give you the July 20% off Hemp Meds discount code exclusive to this radio program. But first, I want to tell you that in a June 12th press release, Andrew Hard, Director of Public Relations for Hemp Meds, told us that from seed to sale, the company conducts multiple internal analysis to comply with multinational government agencies in order to import our hemp oil. Once imported, the CBD-rich hemp oil undergoes further internal testing and at least one third-party analysis per batch prior to creating retail products, end quote. And to my listeners, uh, that is talking about real scientific hemp oil, real scientific hemp oil. And that is a a wonderful item, a wonderful option that uh, you can explore more about at www.hempmedspx.com. My radio listeners can even find a laboratory report online attesting to the high quality uh, brought to the public by Hemp Meds. And the discount code, the July 20% off Hemp Meds discount code is A1Radio7, A numeral 1, radio numeral 7. We'll be right back. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Holy hormones, honey. Every week, this groundbreaking radio show brings you insight about hormone fluctuations, addressing the core biological issues that cause mood disorders, and offers a general support center for women everywhere at any stage in their lives. Host Leslie Carol Botha has the passion and drive to help you make informed decisions about your well-being and reclaim your life. Holy Hormones, Honey, sponsored by True Hope Incorporated, the leaders in brain health, is broadcast live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you had your CBD today? CBD, or cannabidiol, is a natural part of hemp oil that's making headlines in 2014. 
HempMets is the world's trusted source for CBD-rich hemp oil because they see total body care as a necessity, not a luxury. HempMets offers premium CBD-rich hemp oils in a variety of ways, from natural hair and skin care to herbal supplements and lifestyle products. And CBD-rich hemp oil is available right now in all 50 states. Quality begins with non-GMO industrial hemp cultivars, grown on family farms using no pesticides, herbicides, or toxic fertilizers. Only with HempMets are you guaranteed consistent, quality, natural CBD-rich hemp oil from Healthy Hemp. There are so many different ways to enjoy CBD-rich hemp oil from HempMets. The only question we have for you is, have you had your CBD today? Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. We are back from break here at the Voice America Health and Wellness uh, Channel, and we are talking to psychology expert Dr. Andrew McCabe. Dr. McCabe is an associate professor at New Jersey City University where he teaches courses related to special education and behavior disorders. Dr. McCabe, in the first segment, you were, uh, had informed us that you were a director of special services, you were an administrator, and you uh, started that back in the 80s or gave us statistics about the 80s, at least, and you said, we didn't have autistic kids. And then you started noticing more kids with the diagnostic uh, label or who would fit the diagnostic criteria for autism. Uh, you trusted your observations. You asked why. You thought about environmental pollution. You thought about vaccines. And then someone brought to your attention the possibility of a link between autism and EMFs. Um, so I'd like to ask you, uh, as compared with, when compared with something like environmental toxins, uh, how do EMFs stack up? For example, there are children all around the world getting autism, and they come from lots of different environments. Um, and we do know that um, there have been studies on children whose mothers ingested seafood that pointed toward a link between uh, mercury and neurodevelopmental disorders. For example, we know of parents who had perfectly healthy children who were thriving and meeting their developmental milestones, uh, signifying good neurological development, and then they, they regressed, and regressive autism became the most prevalent. Bernie Rimland, Dr. Bernie Rimland, uh, who founded Autism Society of America and Autism Research Institute, uh, let us know that, that it was that the most prevalent kind of autism started to become regressive autism. So what do you think about all of this, all the kids' environments, across the world, what they've been exposed to, and the relative weight of something like vaccines versus EMFs? Well, um, it's interesting, uh, Terry, because we both know Dr. Andrew Wakefield, who, um, and I guess, um, I guess it's about 10 years ago when he came out with his paper on um, thimerosal, which is a mercury-based preservative and measles, mumps, rubella, 
and saying that it was a causal factor in uh, the development of autism. And as you know, Big Pharma uh, was not happy with that. And uh, as a result, uh, went after him. I think that would be an appropriate way to say it. Well, I agree with you, Dr. McCabe, that the powers that be were certainly not happy with him. I don't think um, that particular vaccine, correct me if I'm wrong, um, was able to have Samarasol because of being a live virus, and so Samarasol couldn't have been included in that particular vaccine. Well, His... you're, you're, you're enlightening me then, Terry, because, um, you know, in my understanding of Samarasol, that was one of the big issues in, uh, um, in with, with the whole vaccine uh, problem. Now, tell me more, because you may know more about the thimerosal than I do, but I, I do know that in a, in a recent court case in um, Italy that it appears that Dr. Uh, Wakefield's uh, thoughts and, and findings were upheld uh, in saying that yes, there is a there's a uh, a relationship between thimerosal and autism. Now, correct me if I'm wrong on that. You actually enlightened me, Dr. McCabe, when you were telling um, your story about the Hopi Indian and MMR and Asperger's, because that is another example of how there can be a causal relationship between. Um, the MMR vaccine and neurodevelopmental disorders. So um, you, I actually appreciated that story that you told me uh, about the uh, Hopi Indian uh, woman. So I appreciate that. So, you know, taking a look now that um, uh, at where we are today, and I had the good fortune of meeting Lou Conti, who we both know, and who wrote uh, The Autism War, uh, and in that he talks about the problem with vaccines and with a mercury-based preservative, and um, I'm sure you're familiar with Lou. Yes, uh, yeah, I'm familiar with Lou, and I actually did one of the first edits on his book, um, which is, for our readers, that's historical fiction, The Autism War, so grab a copy. It's an engaging book, and it's published by Skyhorse Publishing, uh, a leader in autism-related publications. They're really taking the lead on this issue in the publishing world um, to, bring, uh, to bring truthful and helpful information to parents, professionals, and the public. They are the publishers of the Cutting Edge Therapies for Autism series, and you can find that on Amazon. The new edition is just out with lots of new chapters uh, very good information, and you can always also find them at skyhorsepublishing.com. So, yes, I know Lou Conti, and um, he, along with uh, Robert Krakow, was one of the authors and investigators on the published and peer-reviewed Unanswered Questions paper that was published in Pace Environmental Law Review. And we found out from that that contrary to mainstream media constantly telling us that there's no link uh, between vaccines and autism, the government had been for decades compensating cases of vaccine injury where the children just happen to have autism. We know that encephalopathy is part of autism, 
and um, you you can have that involvement with viruses such as from the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine, which you've talked about in this program, Dr. Andy. And now we know that there's problems with MMR and with thimerosal mercury. They're not limited to that. So we had this unanswered questions paper uh, following an investigation and now know that the government had been compensating uh, for decades for vaccine injury, and the children just happen to also have autism, no matter what they decided to call it for political purposes. Um, We know that, and of course everybody knows about the Hannah Poling case. Uh, And uh, so, yes, I definitely am familiar with Lou, to answer your question. Yeah. And, um, you know, an ongoing concern is that, and I believe it was MIT who came out with the a paper just recently, you know, talking about the fact that uh, given the, the, the current rate that uh, that we're seeing in terms of incidents, uh, that by the year 2025, they're talking about one out of every two children will be born uh, with um, on the spectrum and uh, with with uh, problems related to the spectrum, and that's to me is just unbelievable it's and so we say this is part of why I'm so interested in working with you and Ed is that something has to be done yeah you are has to be done now yeah you're right it's it that was dr. Stephanie Seneff and uh, she presented our autism one and her presentation is online um, and we also now have one org. and dr. Seneff uh, has said uh, she and her colleague have said that by 2025, one in two children could have autism. We know from way back when, in the 1990s, the uh, um, excuse me, I'm sorry, 2004, I think it is, the CDC had come out with their autism alarm that um, said that one in 166 children had an autism spectrum disorder, but that one in six children had something going on, some type of neurodevelopmental, developmental, behavioral uh, anomaly going on. One in six children at that time. Now, the most uh, recent CDC statistics tell us one in 68. There had been a former, more informal survey that told us one in 50. Now, the CDC tells us in a more formal paper that it's a report that it's one in 68. Some people think it's higher than that. But if you look at one in six kids with something going on, and those are old stats, or according to a 2011 American, uh, excuse me, academic pediatrics paper, 43 to 54% of kids having one of 20 chronic health conditions or obesity uh, or something going on, half of our youth having something wrong going on. Dr. Andy, it is Definitely not like when you and I were kids. We did not have half the kids in the classroom jumping up and down like jack-in-the-boxes on psychotropic drugs with behavioral or neurodevelopmental problems. Yeah, it, it, it is um, uh, really disconcerting, and, and, you know, you wonder how can we deal with this. And uh, when I had a, a chat with um, with your husband, Ed, uh at the Autism One conference, I said to him, I said, I don't think folks realize it, but autism could destroy America. Absolutely. Because we can't afford it, and something has to be done uh, immediately. And You know, you, you asked a question before, and I, 
I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you something, because I want our listeners to hear this. I, I met and spent time with and became friendly with a gentleman who is a, a Stanford-trained psychiatrist whose name is Dr. Louis Mihal Madrana. Um, do you know him? Yes, I know of him. Well, he presented at Autism I, I, One, yes. I'm sorry? Yes, I do know of him, yes, and he has presented at Autism One. Okay. The reason I mention that is that we became friendly and... Uh, I use some of his uh, uh, some of his documents and work and research in my teaching because I teach a, a class on autism and working with students on autism and he had put together a, quin, a, a quick index on the autism theories and just a couple of them quick because you asked and we added one that he doesn't have down here. He talked about the opioid excess theories, gluten and cashin theories, gamma interferon, free sulfate theory, oxytocin and vasopressin theory, amino acids, uh, methylation theory of autism, stress and immunity, autoimmune theory, uh, viral infection and vaccinations. Now, that's... That's an awful lot of, uh, those are an awful lot of theories. There, and, yes, there are, and many of those, um, several of those are consistent with an insult from, for example, mercury. And we, uh, we can pick up with that when we come back from break, but, you know, there are other bad things out there in the world that should be invo- avoided, um, but something like gut problems, um, would be consistent with a toxic insult or would be consistent with a pathogenic insult from uh, the MMR vaccine. Um, and then, you know, people do talk about other things like oxytocin and EMF. So um, we provide, you know, comprehensive information, and we will pick up with this when we come back to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. And we want to remind listeners that during the break, you can visit www.hempmedspx.com. July's 20% off discount code is A1Radio7. And at that website, www.hempmedspx.com, you can find information about real scientific hemp oil. And you can even find on the Internet a laboratory report online attesting to the high quality brought to the public by Hemp Meds. We'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you had your CBD today? CBD, or cannabidiol, is a natural part of hemp oil that's making headlines in 2014. Hemp Meds is the world's trusted source for CBD-rich hemp oil because they see total body care as a necessity, not a luxury. 
Hemp Meds offers premium CBD-rich hemp oils in a variety of ways, from natural hair and skin care to herbal supplements and lifestyle products. And CBD-rich hemp oil is available right now in all 50 states. Quality begins with non-GMO industrial hemp cultivars, grown on family farms using no pesticides, herbicides, or toxic fertilizers. Only with Hemp Meds are you guaranteed consistent, quality, natural CBD-rich hemp oil from Healthy Hemp. There are so many different ways to enjoy CBD-rich hemp oil from Hemp Meds. The only question we have for you is, have you had your CBD today? If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. We are back with Dr. Andrew McCabe. And Dr. McCabe, I know that you want to talk about the wonderful Dr. John Hicks. Um, but if you would just allow me, bear with me as I mention one thing related to what you were talking about before the break. Sure. Okay. Um, you were talking about how this was going to ruin our country. You know, you'd, you'd referenced Dr. Stephanie Seneff's work from, uh, and she's from MIT, talking about how one child in two is going to end up with autism by the year 2025 unless we do something. And so I want to make two points. And one is talking about regressive autism versus people saying a child is born with autism. So as we mentioned, Dr. Bernard Rimland, the late Dr. Bernard Rimland, who founded Autism Society of America and Autism Research Institute, found that um, a couple or so decades ago, the trend had switched where most cases of autism were regressive. Uh, but there is so much, I think, collateral, and so we don't say born with it. You know, um, it's not been our habit to say that a child is born with autism. Um, however, if people do notice that there's something going on with kids early on, they might ask the question, how much junk have their parents have their, and grandparents been exposed to at this point? You know, what did mom get? Um, preconceptually, what did mom get during uh, the time when that child uh, was a fetus, prenatal? So um, I just wanted to bring that out. And also, you said that this is going to ruin the country. It's already ruining the country. Uh, college entrance exam requirements are down. IQ points are down. So even if you think your child looks neurotypical, they may not be as smart as they could have been. And in the Wall Street Journal just the other day, June 27th, we have an article that says recruits in ineligibility tests the military. More than two-thirds of American youth wouldn't qualify for service, Pentagon says. That's the headline. So you're right, Dr. McCabe. Um, it's already degrading 
the population of this country and really the world. What have we done? Yeah, it's it's absolutely uh, frightening, Terry. And, you know, I, I mentioned to Ed the other day when I was speaking to him that, you know, you folks in starting uh, Autism One have really filled a, what I think is a vacuum because you folks are uh, providing answers, uh, seminars, direction, guidance, support. I mean, what, what you're doing, I don't know of any organization in the world that is that is doing what you're doing. So, uh, you know, I, as I said to Ed, I, I applaud you folks because you and Ed are at a cutting edge in what's happening in autism, I, I believe, in the United States. Thank you. And, Thank uh, you very much. Well, and that's, that's, that's absolutely heartfelt. Um, so, yeah, I, I just heard that recently, too, about the armed services problems that uh, so many young recruits just don't make it. We can't even accept them for a wide variety of reasons, uh, one of which seems to be, uh, you know, the ability to pass, pass a test. Um, you know, Terry, uh, part of also what we seem to be dealing with is, you know, what effect does our food have on us? You know, when because now we, we have this genetically modified food, and I, I feel that the jury is out uh, on that, that we don't know what's going to happen in 10 years, 20 years, and even though some of it's been around a while, um, the long-term effects of this stuff, you know, this wasn't uh, our gut, as you mentioned before, uh, was not designed to take this new food, as as I understand it, because it's it's as as noted genetically modified. And what effect does that have? Because you mentioned earlier the problem. The problem that seems to be overarching with folks on the spectrum are gut problems. Well, and, uh, Dr. Seneff does address that, and um, she talks about um, about crops that have had a particular um, substance used on them or a particular compound. She talks about uh, glyphosate, and um, what this will do is set up the susceptibility. So, uh, you know, as the gut goes, so goes the body. So this will set up a susceptibility. So you don't want to ingest something that's going to mess up your gut, whether it's from GMOs or whether it's from um, a toxic insult from heavy metals or whether it's from the MMR vaccine. You don't want to take in things that will mess up your gut because as the gut goes, so goes the body. When you introduce this, at a very sensitive, critical, uh, neurodevelopmental time in a person's life, such as infancy, early childhood, you are going to mess up the neurodevelopmental trajectory for that individual. So um, Dr. Seneff talks about um, glyphosates and uh, talks about mercury and talks about aluminum. Yeah, um, it's... Um it's very timely in our discussion today to bring this up on the issues related to the gut. Um, uh, just last week on my radio show, uh, HealthyLife.net, Autism with Dr. Andy, I interviewed Tammy Goldstein, who I know you are familiar with. And Tammy was at the Autism One conference and wrote a book called Coming Through the Fog, a story about her daughter, Heather, 
And in discussion with her, I found it really interesting because I said, was there a particular physician who helped you? She said, yeah, Dr. John Hicks. And as you know, Dr. Hicks presented at Autism One. I had the good fortune of being there. And after he finished his presentation, we had a, an opportunity to go to the mic and say something. And I said to him that we need a, a thousand more Dr. Hickses and that he needs to train them for, train those people for work around the country. Because what he did, Terry, and I know you're familiar with this, but he did something that I haven't seen before. And what it was is in his diagnostic tool bag, he tests uh, urine, uh, stool, and, and blood, and then he does very um, high-level specific uh, tests to define exactly what's going on. And as a result of that, he treats the, the, the presenting problems. And in the case of uh, Tammy's daughter, Heather, she really feel that, feels that he changed her life. Mm-hmm. And after hearing what he does and also reading about him, I thought, this is, uh, this is so important. And it links up with a discussion I had with, with Dr. Martha Herbert, in, uh, that, and it's kind of all connected. I, ex- I said that certainly ABA has a, has a place at working with our uh, kids on the spectrum, uh, as does a wide variety of other educational treatments. But you really can't get the best out of those educational treatments until first you, you treat the body. Right. Once, how, once you uh, get, yeah, once you get that squared away, then all of this other stuff is much more effective. So uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts about that. Well, the humane thing to do and the respectful thing to do when someone is physiologically ill is to help them be restored from that physiological illness. And the problem in the mainstream when thinking about the diagnostic label of quote-unquote autism is that it's viewed as a genetic hardwired condition. And what that does is that allows those responsible for the autism epidemic not to assume uh, culpability for it and not to have to help clean up the consequences to restore these children who were, whose bodies were insulted, setting off all of the um, adverse physiological consequences. So um, autism does have legitimate underlying physiological conditions associated with it, and if you or I had... Uh, cancer or gut problems, and we walked into a practitioner's office, we would be respected. They would try do a workup to try to figure out what was physiologically wrong with us and restore us to good health and function. These kids are so often denied that opportunity, and we need to respect them. We love our children and, re- and accept our children, and part of loving, accepting, and respecting our children is wanting to restore them to health and optimal function to allow them to be the best that they can be, just like any other child who's considered neurotypical. So when you ask Dr. Andy about uh, ABA applied behavior analysis and all that, those lessons, that's helped lots of children. But let's look at this. If you or I had a headache or a horrible chronic stomach ache or esophageal erosion and our throat was always burning, 
how would anyone expect us to do our schoolwork? That is just not humane. So what we need to do is address the legitimate underlying physiological conditions of these kids and restore them to health and the ability to learn and function the best that they can be. You mentioned Dr. Hicks, and before we go to break, Dr. Hicks' presentations at Autism One are on the Autism One website for free, www.autismone.org, and he also talks about cannabidiol, um, which you can find CBD in industrial-grade um, industrial CBD-rich hemp oil, you can look for more information about industrial-grade CBD-rich hemp oil of high quality at www.hempmedspx.com. If you go there and see something you like, and by the way, uh, Hemp Meds PX CBD-rich hemp oil is available in all 50 states and over 50 countries. You can get CBD oil shipped right to your door. You can use the July 20% off discount code, which is A. One, numeral one, radio seven, numeral seven. We'll be right back. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Do you or someone you love struggle with Alzheimer's disease or some other disorder? Many times, there is not an adequate support forum where you can learn from and discuss topics from top guest experts. Tune in to Neuromatters, The Brink of Alzheimer's with Dr. Sam Brinkman. Although thought of as a disease that affects only older individuals, increasingly, symptoms are being found in people who are in their 40s and 50s. Get the answers. Neuromatters airs live Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you had your CBD today? CBD, or cannabidiol, is a natural part of hemp oil that's making headlines in 2014. HempMeds is the world's trusted source for CBD-rich hemp oil because they see total body care as a necessity, not a luxury. HempMeds offers premium CBD-rich hemp oils in a variety of ways, from natural hair and skin care to herbal supplements and lifestyle products. And CBD-rich hemp oil is available right now in all 50 states. Quality begins with non-GMO industrial hemp cultivars, grown on family farms using no pesticides, herbicides, or toxic fertilizers. Only with HempMeds are you guaranteed consistent, quality, natural CBD-rich hemp oil from Healthy Hemp. There are so many different ways to enjoy CBD-rich hemp oil from HempMeds. The only question we have for you is... Have you had your CBD today? Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Terry. We are back with Dr. Andy, Dr. Andrew McCabe, and we have about nine minutes in this last segment here. And Dr. McCabe, I'd like to hear about what you are doing in New Jersey and also about your upcoming Autism One radio show as well as your upcoming books. Oh, great. Thanks, Terry. Terry, um, I wanted our listeners to know about something that I think should be replicated around the country. And what it is is that... uh, a physician in New Jersey who has a son on the spectrum 
decided to, to develop something uh, called the New Jersey Autism Think Tank, or it might be the Autism Think Tank of New Jersey. But what they originally started out doing was they were able to, through some very wealthy people, have have a, uh, jet planes donated the, the time of, uh, for these jet planes to take kids around the country who had autism to meet with a variety of specialists who uh, would be able to look at their their severe problems. And then they kind of figure that, you know, what would be a, a better way to do it? The gentleman's name is Dr. Paul Abend, A-B-E-N-D. And what they decided to do was to develop this think tank where they Skype uh, professionals from around the country who are capable in a number of uh, medical areas like psychiatry, gastroenterology, and so forth. All those things that nutrition and all those things that would have to do with uh, uh, potential uh, with the review of, uh, of uh, cases and, and potential remedies or treatments. And uh, I had the good fortune of visiting there and uh, saw what they do and said, gee, this could be done all over. And uh, it really gives the doctors a chance to speak with each other through Skype and at the same time have the parents uh, there so that they can have input. And it provides really a, 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 what I think is a very uh, unique treatment uh, plan that involves, in, in this case, some of the top people in the country. And I don't know that that's, that's done uh, in other states. Maybe you would know. Are, are you familiar, Terry? Well, I appreciate um, your sharing the information with listeners. I hadn't heard about uh, that project in New Jersey. Um, is that something you'll be talking about on the launch of your Autism One radio program? Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to um, interview uh, their executive director, and um, I had her on my show when I first started. Uh, her name is Sherry Heiken Moreno. And she's the executive director of the of the program. I'd like to have her on and have her talk about it because I think that this is something that can be done, as I mentioned before, around the country. And uh, just watching it in action is really interesting. It so would be neat if, that, if you that'll be an upcoming see. show. But uh, I also have uh, my my first show that I'll be having on, and I'm doing this week is with a gentleman from New Jersey. His name is Curry Beadle, and he's a special ed teacher who uh, works with uh, autistic children. And what he decided to do was to develop an ice cream uh, company, really, that where these kids make the ice cream, which is called Puzzle Pieces, and then they market it, sell it, and so forth. They even serve it in the school. And I bring it up because I'm always looking, Terry, for ways of getting uh, kids on the spectrum involved in not just the academic part, but also the socialization part. And when you have them working together as a group and interacting with the kids who are not on the spectrum, um, it provides wonderful social relationships and learning experiences and opportunities that 
just are not available on. And he'll be my first person on. And uh, that's, that's great. We need to get how, you together with Shannon Nash, okay. who has AutismJobBoard.com. I'm sorry. We need to get you together with Shannon Nash, who runs AutismJobBoard.com, to connect individuals on the spectrum with employers. I really like how you're looking at this also as an opportunity for individuals on the spectrum to socialize. Yeah, and there's something that goes along with this that it came about as a result of my um, uh, program with HealthyLife.net. Uh, Jackie Morquette, who was also uh, one of your presenters at Autism One, Jackie and I are working on a book together uh, to help uh, folks on the spectrum to understand uh, what their abilities are, what their interests are, and then potential uh, occupations for them. So, uh, a matter of fact, I spoke with Jackie just this morning, and we're looking at that there really is, to my knowledge, um, no instrument out there that a family can sit down with their child and say, okay, um, what are your abilities? What are your interests? How does this? How can this be integrated into the world of work? How can we work towards something that can be meaningful that might become that person's life work? And in the case with um, with Jackie, uh, as you know, her son Trent uh, is a, a gifted artist, and though he's on the spectrum, he won a, a, a program, a national program, and actually developed a U.S. A postage stamp. So uh, we're looking at what I enjoy uh, right now is looking at, yes, what are the causes, what are the treatments, but also what can we do about those folks who have been affected to improve the quality of their lives and the lives of their families? Yeah, Jackie, Dr. Jackie Marquette developed the capability approach, and um, her son, Trent Altman, is an, uh, a UN, United Nations award-winning um, won an award for the UN stamp. So um, she has uh, really helped him be the best that he can be. Yeah, and it's it's exciting because when I spoke with uh, Jackie and her husband Ralph, and just to see how those how this all transpired, you can see it really changed the quality of life for their entire family. And I think we need to start doing that around the country, finding things that are meaningful and helping the young person and and uh, bringing families together because as we know you know the, the one of the secondary problems of having a child on the spectrum is somewhere around 80% of the folks who who are married uh, lose their marriage and divorce because of it so anything we can do to help that as well I think is also a big challenge well, I appreciate your kind sentiments on that, Dr. Andy. Well, Dr. Andrew McCabe, thank you for being with us today. And to our listeners, look out for Dr. Andy's new show on Autism One Radio and his new book. And, uh, again, Dr. McCabe, thanks for being here today. Oh, Terry, thank you so much, and my best to you and Ed, and thanks for all your wonderful work. Oh, thank you for your kindness in saying so. To our listeners, we hope that Michelle Ryder will be with us next week. I can only imagine uh, what may have happened today. She's going through, uh, she and her son are going through an unspeakable ordeal. And so uh, 
we will catch up with her and hope to have her on next week. Also joining us next week, possibly uh, Attorney Patricia Finn. And uh, to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Thank you for listening to Autism One, a conversation of hope. To contact Terry or get more information, visit autismone.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with Terry Aranga. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.